0: Okay, let's get started with this year's parsha's Chayasara, what's also known as Shabbat Chevron in uh, our country, where thousands of people will be going to Chevron on this Shabbos, uh, where the first portion of Eret Yisrael ever uh, is acquired, as we will uh, talk about in, in just a moment. And um, we will first have a couple of general thoughts, and then uh, more specific thoughts about uh, different details in the Parsha. First, as we sometimes start off, the name of the Parsha. This arah is made by a number of people, and that is Chayesara. Our parsha is Chayasara, the life of Sarah. Just the opposite is the content of the Parsha. Chayisara is about the death of Sarah. So why? You no, know, we call it Chaisara because that's the first names in the in the uh in the Psukim, but is there any significance to the fact that we call it Chayisara? And if we think about it, the other example of this is Vayachi. Yehi Yaakov is about the death of Yaakov. Both parshas that have Chai in it are really about the death of those special individuals. So if you see the Lubavitcher Rebbe in source number one notes Chai yisara. So why is it called Chai yisara? So he notes the Rashi at the beginning of the parsha. Rashi at the beginning of the parsha mentions what exactly is the connection between Chai and the previous parsha that is doing here. So Rashi quotes that it was the Satan who came and told Sarah about the Akedah. And upon hearing that is unclear, did she hear that he was almost killed? Did the son not get to finish what he was saying? Which we'll also uh, we'll talk about soon. Um, either way, she's she, she, she shocked. Says the Lubavitcher Rebbe, line 5. Our sages teach that Sarah passed away when she heard that her son had almost been slaughtered at the akedah. Rashi quotes from Chav Gimel Beis right, right at the beginning of our parsha. Batamah Sarah, let's read. Just read it. B'kiryah Sarba says the Rashi Nisvacha Pi says Sarah akedah Yischaq lafisha alidei pesores ha'akedah she nizdamin b'nal the finding out about the akedah she nizdamin b'nal the shechita the kimat shelo nishkat almost. Her neshama left her. She couldn't handle it. I asked the Lubavitcher Rebbe, why was Sarah unable to handle the Akedah whilst Avraham was? Avraham was told to kill you. Was it because he had more time to, to let it sink in? He had three days that might make it even harder. Well, Sarah here's about a boom. She can't handle it. Whether she heard it happened, it almost happened. So is there, and we know Sarah from last week's parsha show was even on a higher level of, of nevuah than Avram than, uh, Avinu. So why is it that Sarah cannot understand the notion of the Akedah, or at least handle, understand, nobody can understand the Akedah, but handle the Akedah while Avraham was able to cope with it. Says the Lubavitcher Rebbe, this point reflects the difference in disposition between Abraham and Sarah. Avraham was willing to slaughter his son and he carried out the process with joy, since he knew that it was following God's will. He was content with a spirituality which requires a person to negate the world and escape from normal existence. Avraham was ready to do anything God said, even if it meant totally separating the Gashmi and being all Ruchani. Right? Killing Yisraq going, I'm going to be in the, in the Ruchani world now. Totally, it doesn't make, its not I'm not going to be involved with the world anymore. We spoke about this a little bit last week. And that is, if Avram Avinu goes through with the Akedah, he will not be able to be mashpi on the world anymore. They will think that he is an Akhzari, They will think that he is different than them and he won't be able to be involved in the world anymore. He'll be separate. And Avram thinks, this is what God wants. He's able to live with a total ruhani world. Sarah, on the other hand, cannot cope with this idea. Since her focus was to serve God within the world. As far as sorrow is concerned, Yitzchak's soul needed to stay in his body so he can make the world a better, holier place. As we know, it's the synthesis of the Ruchani injected into the Gashmi world around us. That is what the goal of life is, right? Not an angelic existence, that's not what the goal of life is, but a human existence. Kadoshim Tiyu, being holy in our world. Like the Katzkar says, Anshi Kodesh only, God has enough angels. I need holy men. That's what I'm looking for, says the Katsker. And that was Sarah's outlook. Thus, obviously, Avraham Avinu was also into Chesed and and, and spreading spreading it. But said the Babich Rebbe, maybe he also understood the total uh, spiritual way of life. While Sarah said, no, it has to be in this world. Thus, second column. Sarah's purpose in life was most aptly expressed by the events in the Parsha. Chayei Sarah. What is Sarah's life about? It was sanctifying this world. And the two major events in our Parsha is the k- continuity of the Jewish people. It wasn't just individuals. Avram and Sarah. What makes it a movement? What makes sure that it's going to make a difference in the history of the world? When there's progeny. When there's a continuation. And that's only when Yitzchak finds his mate, Yitzchak and Rivka. Right, that gives it teeth to stay in the world That we're going to be metali- We're going to sanctify the world Number one, we're going to continue this religion Number two, there's a place Where we're going to sanctify And that was the first kinyon Of a chilek of Eretz Yisrael by a Jew it Says the continuing When two fundamental elements of the Jewish nation Became established in the world For the first time, the Jewish people Number one, Yitzchak and Rivka, who matches his ethical and spiritual caliber, a woman who is the appropriate replacement for Sarah as a mother in Israel, and number two, the Jewish land, the first expression in the world of the Jewish right to the land of Israel. So yes, personally, it was Sarah's death. Sarah died, and Abravinu comes to cry for her, to eulogize her, but in a deeper sense, the two major events that happened in our parsha, buying the chelok of Eretz Yisrael, giving a, the, the Jewish people an, an eternal connection to sanctifying the world through its land, that is what happens. And uh, the first marriage between um, the progeny of Avraham Avinu, that's what happens as well. So that's why, even though it's the death of Sarah, it's about what Sarah's life stood for. Number one. Second idea is from a safer that I've never quoted from before, because it just came out. A couple of weeks ago, Rabbi Steinsaltz came out with a Sefer on Chumash, where he has essays, one essay on each parsha, and it's called Chaye Olam. So, you'll see it's a very, always very creative in the Rabbi Steinsaltz Kedarko HaKodesh. Not really quoting too many sources, but coming up with an idea that runs through the parsha says Rav Steinsaltz. Source number two, I gave you most of it. Each one is a couple of pages. I gave you a, a couple of the pages of, of Rabbi Steinsaltz's essay, which we'll read part of it. It's such an obvious point, but Rav points it out. There is such a difference, a sharp contrast between Rav Vayera and Rav Steinsaltz. There is a deep gulf between the two Parsios. You think about Parshas Vayera. There are unbelievable, cosmic, amazing, historical events. Life, world-changing events that happened at Parshas Vayera. Parshas Vayera, Malia Masirim. Whirlwind. They made the front page. Every story in Parshas Valleira made the front page. Angels visit Abraham. Right, that'd be a big three big letters. Right, stone destroyed. Wife turns to salt. I mean, these are unbelievable. I think about it. Right, pillar of kindness almost kills son on the altar of Moriah. I mean, you think about these. Uh, you, can, you can imagine every story in Parshas Valleira is 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 awesome. And it made an impression on the whole world. tell us Inyan Bain lu'umi. International consequence. Hafi chastom. Gamkin mas'hir. And even the akeda. You want to say the akeda was more private, but it was still an event that was so unique that we're still uh, reaping the fruits of the event. That's all Vayera. And then we come to Chayisarach. Chay What do we have? Finding a wife. Uh, arguing about real estate. You know, down-to-earth, everyday activities. Let's just continue reading. I'm sorry, I left off on line 8. V'chol Kula, back to Vayera. Mitra Cheshesh b'meishor sh'metach Metachadir, Tremendous pressure. Bin aliyot liywidot gedolot. Stone v'amora murkav ma'odum ma'alashela ma'utit. L'mitshela, kamakados baruchu misarei Bolam, kadosh baruchu giving punishment and retribution, and then we have Chayisara, line thirteen. Kim apinigudelaha, Parsham otskita. Very quiet, very quiet. But Mahi, a Yes, obviously there were nisim, the scrits are derech, and the water went up to to Rivka and the camels. They were, it's a, they're amazing stories. Everything in the Torah is amazing. But in contrast to Vayera, the type of stories that it is, Yeshua's kvura sarvam arzam achpela, <speaking> esa shidduch ben yisrov <Hebrew> lorivka, psofa parsha, avr mavinu, his life, Benigula parsha akodemes, ba kol maorah hu maod yod se dofech, yimis rakshim kemosa bachol yom, Vayera, it would never happen to us. Stone, fire and brimstone coming down on a city, right? Akeda, mawachim coming, that doesn't happen in every generation. Chayesara happens all the time, right? Sixty-seven psukim to find the shidduch, right? It takes a while, right? But chol yom parsha tei, but where I'm sorry, but parsha teinu yish dvaram shalom meisi yichom gam hayom koreish mizvachim al chelkas kever imlo imachitim azim magabishal chever kadisha. Right, yeah, some kind of argument. Gamsipra Shirasha Yeslavka, Bisaka Ko Sipra, Loko Kap Dramati. That's so dramatic. Okay, there's a it was a hint that uh, that Saul tried to poison him and he he drank it, and the cups were so the, there's this behind the scenes. But if you read the story, it's not the same as 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 fire and, and coming down from heaven and uh, and women turning to salt. That it doesn't make the same impression. He goes, God, give me a sign, oh she came to fill the water, She said. chesed. Ha Yaakovim Rachel sham ben who was 84 years old yish this it's a story not so exciting if we can say such a such a language so what's the message that we have Chayasara and Vayera right next to each other. Following on the heels. It's the parallel and it's the contrast. If you look at it, says Rav Steinzaltz, it's the same characters even. You're not even talking about different people. This we n- spoke about a number of years ago. Yitzchak Avinu has the least press in the Torah out of any of the Avos. Vlechacha is an Avram Parsha. Vayera is an Avram Parsha. Chayasara? What's Chayasara? Avram bearing his, bearing his wife and Avram finding a wife. Yitzchak comes in at the end. It's really an Avram Parsha. Toldos? It's already Yaakov Avinu. So Yitzchak has very little press in the Torah Shevet Saf, right? Perachavav digging the wells we spoke about a couple of years ago. What the message of that is, but it's very so the same people are involved in Vayir and Chayisara. Chazal Omrim, Zakan Beisao, Shalavet Shalach Avraham, L'mso The same Eliezer that went to war with Abraham is the one that's going to find a wife for Yitzchak. So what exactly is the message of these two parshios? Says Rvshsteinzal in the second column, it's a message for life. There are two types of stages of life that we have throughout our lives. Sometimes, some of us have more one, and some have more the other. Some of us wish for one, some of us wish for the other. But it's really two types of life, and we need to serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu to the best of our abilities, in both types of life. There's one type of life which it's extremes. You feel yourself either on a personal level or even on a national level. National level, Chodesh Tishrei, is an extreme time period. Extreme. You have Slichas, and you have Rosh Hashanah, and Atharism and T'shuvah, and Song Gedalia, and your Kippur, and Sukkah. It's extreme times, back and forth, and the emotions. If we really, really feel it, but personal, personally, we all have moments of like uh, busyness and and smachot and rachmanos on the opposite of smachot sometimes, and feelings of aliyot and feelings of irito. We have those. That that's all type one of life. Va'ofan sheni, and then there's the day to day when things are generally going straight. There's always little bumps in the road, but we call it little. Little um, little bumps in the road, right? They're um, the bumps on the street that make you go slow, right? But but not 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 major major detours. It's regular life. Halicha b'shekinu b'shalva b'limoar oda b'lisarot mitzad misuyam zeo gam heftosven tukufa zakeit tukufa Right? Even on the in, in one sense, it's different times of year. If you think about it, it says, says of Steinzalz, and it's really felt here in Eretz Israel, basically from Pesach, it's like, it's very exciting. You have Pesach, you have, you have, um, Pesach, you have Pesach, you have Pesach you have Lag Omer, Yom Yushalayim, Yom Atzma I mean, it's busy, you feel it, you feel it in Right and all the way to Kabbalah Satora. Obviously, I'm I'm putting together all the the uh, Daraisa and the Derabanan and the and the much later events. But even leaving out Yom Yushalayim and Yom Asfut, even leaving those out, it's, it's amazing. It's like Omer and Pesach and Shavuot. It's, it's, it's a busy time period. The six of as we just said from Chodesh Tishrei. And what's the Charev? Cheshvan. whole month of Kislev. Okay, at the end Kislev, you have something. Teves, Shvat, a Shvat. We don't say Tachanun, right? But it's. Even the different times of year, you have the extreme feelings, the the, the the going from the pendulum and the everyday. Even within each one of us, we go back and forth. What do we like better? Do we like being like these busy, extreme feelings and time periods, or do we like them and not in his day-to-day, let me just get back to my regular schedule? We're all excited before the Yom Tovim come. We're psyched, we're we're into it, we're getting ready. By the time the last days of Yantavs, you know, sometimes we feel like, let me just get back to regular life. Let me let me take down the sukkah and, and, and clean up and we all feel we spoke about that on Sukkot. We shouldn't do it like with such simcha. But um, on the one hand it gets a little boring if nothing's happening. And sometimes we have the opposite of I like it not extreme. Just let me go straight. Just let me live my life and, and uh go through the regular uh, the regular time period. See so says these are different types of this is different stages of our life. And different areas and time periods of our life. That's Vayera and that's Hayasara. Vayera are the extreme events. Vayera are the major feelings that we have. Hayasara is the day-to-day activities. The day-to-day. We have to realize, though, says Rav the extremes, they go in both directions. He quotes, Life is like a seesaw. Sometimes if you have a big high, sometimes you swing to the, swing the other way. So as we feel empty after a Yontep when we don't have it anymore or even after a Shabbos because we have every we have six days that are straight and maybe Shabbos is, is different it falls into the other category. But he says these are the two drachim of every Jew we're not going to read everything but he says this is what we have to to work on to recognize there are these two two times on a personal level sometimes we get we get the we get the buttons pushed by a Kaddish Baruch Hu, and Hashem say okay this is you know, sometimes we wake up, we think it's going to be type one, but it ends up being type two when, when something crazy happens. But, you know, this is life. Sometimes there are Chayasara days and sometimes there are Vayera days. We must recognize it. We must live our lives fulfilling both and, and do our best in all the situations that HaKadosh Baruch Hu puts us in to make the, the day-to-day exciting and to try to normalize even the extreme events. This is all here. Feel free to read it in the continuation from Rosh Steinzatz. Okay, let's continue. So, as we said, going back to the Rashi that we already noted, beginning of the Parsha, Pasik Beis, Vatama Sarb, Bekiri Sarah dies, and as the Medrash says, Rashi quotes it, Sarah died from hearing about the Akedah. Another thought related to that says of Pincus, him should source number four, Limudim Nifloim Rabim. There are many messages that we get, get about the akedah. Most were spoken about last week, but there's even a message that we could glean from this chazal. What can we learn about this chazal? Right? Sarah was shocked. So, what can we learn from it for our life? So, if you know, if the sata ever comes to us, we should like be calm. You know, what, what message can we learn from this chazal? know the message we learn, Cesar Pincus, is how careful we must be and how measured every word must be when we express something to somebody else. How careful we have to be. The Shliach was coming to tell Sarah it's okay. He's still alive. Sorry, I got to tell you what happened. Your your husband got a command to kill your son. You're no, wait, wait, wait. And he went up and he picked up the knife and he was about right. He, he didn't get to finish. He didn't think. The malach didn't think. I mean, what's the message for us? The action of wasn't wasn't there anymore. Nivhala. That mavasar, he was a mavasir Tov. He should have come and said, Sarah, Yitzchak's fine. He's now he's learning in Shayva Ever. He's okay. But let me just tell you what happened. History would have been different. Then Sarah would have been would have handled it differently. Again, we're talking about uh, a, uh, oh, we're talking about a, satan, a mala We're talking about the message for us. Either way. But because of the lack of, of carefulness, the Isi Maslibo, and not focusing, Hikdim Baraa, the Ichere and the Besorah tova of Yitzchak still alive did not come at the end when it was too late. Zuhi of limud Ravlanu, Leos Aramu Zahirim. This is something that comes up all the time, says Repinkus. Whenever we're telling something to a friend, to a family member, we have to think before we start, how do we express this idea? I do not want to cause pain or shock to my friend, to my parent, to my relative, even for a moment. So what's the best way to say it? Sometimes we have to pass on news that's not so pleasant. So what do we say? We get on the phone, we, 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 we make, we prepare the listener. You know, I have some news to tell you. It's not good. So already they're prepared. Or if there's whatever we're saying, we have to think about the other person and what state they're going to be in. Shem if I'm telling my friends something, on. Nachocha ben Shalach, and sefer. You know, your, your, your child went out to Anatiel today with a school. Shamati, I heard, Shahaita Tu'unayma also. There was a major accident, you know? But your your son's okay. Flip it. There was a split second there that the person listening, the heart skipped a beat. When they heard, there was an accident. Before you say the next sentence, the Mesaper, if he or she would have thought about the other person's feelings, they could have saved them a half a second of heartache. A half a second of pain. A father, his heart's going to jump. You don't see like sorrow. You don't see somebody drop dead. Did Kira believe there was there was a puncture of the heart for a second? It's the same kind of act that the Sutton did here. Sutton knew exactly what he was doing. We have to always put ourselves. This is such a fine, small detail. But it's something that we have to try to be... We are not to just be careful about not stepping up people's toes in the larger sense. Even just how we express something to somebody. How thoughtful we have to be. Umaruba tova, and surely says of Pincus, the opposite. We always know the the maruba tova is always greater than Midara. If by a negative, a, a, a tragic report, this is true to the to the negative. If I have something good to refresh my friends, to revive them, to give them some good news even a second earlier give them a smile go or to give that make them relief let's say I'm coming home a little bit late mayrim if I know somebody's gonna be worried at home if I know somebody's gonna be thinking of me so I send I pick up the telephone or to put it in our language send a text o uh, that's already old-fashioned right with the other the, the B- VBMing, right? You gotta whatever the, the whatever the newest thing is, fill in the blank. <laughs> Any thoughtfulness that I could do, that I don't cause a moment of worry, Uve Prat Kashua surely, obviously, related to parents, even more. Sha amlios mud agim, who are always so worried about, about uh, their children. harishona. <laughs> so we learn this from the story of Sari Menu. it applies to children and parents, it applies to spouses, it applies to all of us. We have to make sure that when we even express something, we take into account and, and think about the other person, even in the order of how we express it. Okay. One short, small, we're going in order of the parsha, so it comes up here, but there's something that um, is a truism that the Chavetz Chaim points out. That is based on the whole story of Ephron and Avram Avinu. Right, what happens? Avram Avinu comes and he says, I need a place to bury my wife. What do they say? Avram, whatever you want. It's fine. You can have anything you want. Any po- just pick a plot. Pick a plot, anything. Ishmi menu, nobody's gonna hold back. Nobody's gonna say anything. So Avram says, Okay, let me let me go to Ephron. Let me go to Ephron, and he'll give me a, a place. And Ephron comes, and we have, no, for free, da, 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 da. Okay, over on Sofa, a lot of money. What's the message? At first, yeah, everybody, whatever you want, anybody's ready to give you the plot. Two seconds later, Ephron says, okay, let me speak to Ephron. Oh, oh, uh, 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 uh. And he ends up charging him a lot of money. Whenever everybody has to do something, then... It's never going to get done. Until it comes down to a specific person. Yeah, we'll, we'll all take care of it. We'll take care of it. Who's going to take care of it? Yeah, we'll all do it. We'll all do it. It's never going to get done. Specific person, then maybe have a chance. But every person will try to be madre and say, no, no, no he'll, he'll do it. He'll, she'll do it. You know, whenever you want something done, you can't ask a group of people to do it. You've got to ask one. One or two. Because when it's everybody, Everybody says the other person is going to take care of it. Says the Chavetz Chaim, "Ula basov." After saying, "Anywhere you are, b'mivchak varenu." Ula basov, b'kesh Avram is bnei Ches, l'davar Ephron, Okay, Avram says, "Anybody, let me speak to Ephron. Fatavar tzorach b'her. What did? Why what was Avram doing? Keep she'anu bnei Ches l'Avram ish b'menu. Once the bnei Chai say, "Abraham, whoever, it's fine." So why do you have to meet any one person? Why didn't Avram just go? human nature. If he comes to somebody, no 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 no. The neighbor, it's his his plot he's gonna give you. Oh no no, the other guy's plot. When we say what well, is this this nobody's gonna hold back. Oh In theory Right? When it's not, when it's not Lamisa, everybody's ready to help. Everybody's ready, yeah, sure, put me down. Put me down on, 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 when, oh, it's my turn? Oh, no, no, I have a lot of things going on right now. I'm sorry, I can't. So, but it's Tachlis. Avram knew he had to get down to Tachlis. And everybody could talk Parech Bavir. You know, okay, great, you're wonderful. We'll, we'll open it up for you. Lachin Ratz Avram Ladas Eshmo HaPrati Shabbalah Sada. I want his name. I want to talk to him. I want to work it out. Yasim Dvarav In Be'emes If it's true, everybody, figuli Be'efram Ben Sochar. Because if not, it's never going to get done. The message being, we want something done. Lomaysa, there's got to be specific people involved. Right? Just a whole group, many times, it's not going to get done. Everybody's going to have this, this issue and that issue. Pick certain people. Okay. Moving right along. Now we get to the major story, at least quantitatively in the Parsha. And that, of course, we know is Parach of Daled of Chai Yisara, where we have the entire story of finding a wife for Yitzchag Avinu. Avram Avinu says, sends Eliezer as we read, baba Avram, Avram had everything. Vayomer Avram says to his Eved, Pasuk Beis, Zakan Beisau, the elder of his house, if we think about it from last week's parsha, the one who went to war with him, his loyal, faithful servant, Hamoshel Bakalashaloh, the one that's in charge of everything in his house. What does he tell Eliezer? Simna Yodcha Yirechi. He makes him swear. I make you swear in the name of God. Do not take a wife from, the, from my son, from the Baros which we are around, but you have to go to where I live, and get me a son, get me a, my son, a wife from there. Question that many of them ask is, Eliezer was a, faith, was a faithful servant. Why the need to make him swear? What is Shavuah for? Just it's Eliezer we're talking about. He didn't trust him. What was he nervous about? What was he nervous about? So yes, we know the Rashi says, "Oh, Eliezer really wanted his own daughter, Eli, Uli." But answer of Yerucham. He wasn't Nemon. So why exactly did he make him swear? When he quotes from, from the Ramban, the Dako Shol Tzadikim Lashbiyah. What exactly is the message? says, so two answers to this question. The first from Yerui Source number seven. Agale lachem sohid shel dvarim. Let me tell you a secret, says Yerui Rucham. Matzinu inyan shel gedarim v'syagim. We find in the Torah, many times, on the Doraisa level, and for sure on the Darabodin level, fences. Gedarim, gates. mitzvah mitzvah Every mitzvah chazal made siyagim. Right, there's an isra of basah b'chalav, so the chazal said we can't even eat chicken and milk. Where there's an isra of writing on Shabbos, chazal said we can't even write with our left hand. On on uh, on Shabbos, right? There are certain women uh, that are ushered to men, certain arayos. Chazal added on another twenty women, shnios, la arayos. For many, think about it, any iser arayisa, So Chazal ushered, you know, more as a fence. Just for Shabbos. The makar is from Nazir, as the Gemara says that a Nazir should not walk through a vineyard, or a Nazirah, right? The woman can be a Nazir, it's a Pasuk and Chomish, Isha, Isha, right? They shouldn't walk through a vineyard. It's not a good idea, right? You just might reach up, you might want, imagine you didn't have wine or grapes for eight months, and you see a grape, like, oh, right? So it's not a good idea. So what the Gemara says, walk around, right? That's why... Mar says how Shimshon was separated from his uh, from his parents and in, in, in that story in in Safer Shovtim. So Magobi Nazir, you walk around Skr Skarla Karmelottikra, walk around the vineyard. Y sodo shall Gedarim hul his rachik me aveira. Rikuk The purpose of Ghidarim is to distance ourselves from an Aveira. Ukimo ish boeres, Sha Adam Misrachik, Ubo Rechmi mana, harkikim dachmi kashas. Just like this, on a fire, we go very far away from a fire. We set up boundaries. We set up borders not to get near the fire. Even if I know, I'm not going close to the fire, but you know what? I'm going to make a border. I'm going to go even farther than I have to because I know how dangerous the fire is. And the more serious I take the danger, the more... Fences, I'm going to make. A child who does not understand the danger of certain items, he'll walk, right? right why, why does a child like to walk on the edge right next to the street, right in between, like right on the edge where the, where the edge of the sidewalk is? They like to see if they can balance themselves there. Why? Why does a child do that? Because they have no concept of the danger. But a, a, an adult would say, Move over. Aye, they're still on the sidewalk. Cards up on the sidewalk. But still, you need a hard up. The more we, we take it as a danger, the more fences, Avakenu b'tiva shal adam, Eitzel avak streif, falo yisa afilu re'ach shalish mipnei ma. And make sure you hold his Say something could explode. Something could explode, and therefore that's the idea of a fence. When we realize what's dangerous inside. Continuing, Rabbi Rocham, Avakenu b'tiva shal adam, avak streif, falo yisa adamafilu re'ach ma. I'm sorry, I read that umos haolam ena mevinim ister yichud. If you ask the other nations of the world, Isra of Yichud, also a harchaka. What's Isra of Yichud for? So a man and a woman in seclusion for five minutes, what's the big deal? Because they don't think there's a fire that that could blow up. They don't look at what could happen as so terrible. And therefore, what do you need defense for so much? You only need defense if there's something really dangerous only if we take it seriously. It's only if I don't take something so seriously, I don't need the fences. So now, we come back to our discussion. Second paragraph. Who really? Who should be mashbia? Who should... Uh, Implement the Shavuah. Says Rabbi Yeruchim, Avram Avinu made him swear because he realized what was at stake. The more we realize what's at stake, the more preventions, the more security we take to make sure it gets or doesn't get done. Avram Avinu realized more than any of us what's at stake. We can understand. What's the big deal? Don't need a shvuah. I haven't realized you need a Shvuah. What do you mean? He said. He said he was going to do it. They realized the unbelievable sakana of somebody changing their word, going back. They're so scared of somebody not fulfilling their word. They said, Avram says, you have to take precautions. A will make sure that you don't change your word more. I'm going to take that precaution. I'm going to make you swear. That's why he makes Siyagim, line 20. And therefore, Avram Avinu, he knew what, what the danger was for somebody who was Mashanabitiburo, even though it was Eliezer, and therefore he made him swear. Again, okay, this, this is the whole idea of Yisri Drabanan. The next time we don't appreciate it, this is Dzerabonan. We have to maybe think deeper about what the Yisri is and then realize if it was a fire, then we would take precautions. So this is what Chazal did. They were helping helping us with our precautions. we quoted in the past the, the beautiful Mashal of uh, Rabbi Ribiat who describes zinim Dzerabonan. Imagine if you're driving on the highway and this traffic... And we're very upset that there's traffic and we're, what's going on here? I'm late, I have a meeting. And as we get closer and closer, all of a sudden we see flashing lights. So like, okay, we're almost there. We already start like, okay, our focus isn't, oh, maybe somebody got hurt. Our focus is, I'm almost past. Right, so we're almost past. And we get there and we see there's a big police line, do not cross, that's blocking two lanes. Like, what's this here for? What's this blocking? Can't believe they're blocking off two lanes. And behind the police line, we see there's a huge pothole. And if the police line wouldn't be there, we just smash and we'll break our axle, we'll break the car. We didn't understand it the whole time. But th- now we realize, and the deeper the hole, we realize, wow, this was really needed. That's didinem Dravanan. He's it. gzeras. Gzeras are those police lines, do not cross, so we don't fall into the pothole. That's how we have to look at it. It's for our protection. It's not to make our life more difficult. Sometimes it appears that way because you have to squeeze into one lane. But really, it's ultimately for our benefit, says Yeruchim. That's why Avramavinu Avinu made him swear, because he took it so seriously. One answer. There's a second idea. A second answer is quoted in, this, in the form, the form of a story. Form of a story, I saw this in other Svarim so also, in the name of Reb Chaim Brisker. Source number 8 from the Talay Oros. Somebody came in front of Reb Chaim and told him shot of this and he loved it so much he repeated it many times. Okay, so we're going to repeat it now from Reb Chaim. A he gives a mashal. Line four, he named it Benolich Shaba Olam. Think about it. In generally, in the world, nichnas lair shaba If somebody comes into a place, a city where he's never been before, is and he's hungry, he goes to a restaurant. He sees on the sign, kosher. So is that enough for most people? Most of the time, you know, just seeing a sign kosher, you know, it might be kosher style, whatever kosher might mean. So it's usually not good enough. Sometimes, one level of Jew, it's good enough. But a Jew who's a little bit, has a higher standard. Maybe he'll ask somebody... Where's a good restaurant? Where's a good kosher restaurant? Oh yeah, down the block over there, it's good. And that'll be my pick for him. That'll be enough. The yaminu Shah Elach and Bisurin. Vimu Yosim and V'zahir. here. What if he's even higher standard? He comes to the base medrash. the Chashuvim. he won't just ask anybody who has a Yamuk in the street. He'll find it out. Who are the Naaman people, who are the Ella, who are the Rabbanim, the, and he'll say, you know, where where do you think we should eat? The emu yosers aren't. If he's even higher, he'll go to the rav. He'll go to the the, the moretz and he'll say, "Where should I eat? And where does the rav eat?" And that's one case. What we do when we come and kashrus, we'll trust somebody, right? We'll say, "Where should we eat?" Most of us, well, you know, somebody that we if we don't know them, if they look like Ehrlich uh, people, we'll go and we'll. Well, well, we'll take our chances, so to speak. What happens, though, if we come to a city and we want to make an investment? We want to invest our money somewhere, right? We pass a sign on the store, invest here, great opportunity. Would any of us invest their money there because there's a sign on the store? Probably not. What happens if we see somebody on the street that say, hey, you think this is a good investment? Yeah, it's a great investment. Yeah, okay, I'll go do it. Would we invest then? Probably not either. Next, we'll go to, you know, a financial office. Anybody here know, know about financial? What do you think about that investing over there? Then already we're, we'll probably, you know, start thinking about it more. Let's keep, keep reading the the Marshall. Um... <laughs> he doesn't know. So what does he do? He doesn't have to go to the base medrash, obviously. And he goes, probably what he'll do is to stay in the city for a couple of weeks. He'll learn the layout of the city. He'll learn where the real estate is good, where the real estate is not good. He'll research it. He'll speak to people on the phone. He'll speak to other people who have invested in the similar areas. And they will we'll put in the time and the effort before we let a penny leave our wallet. Says Reb Chaim in this Mashal. Is it interesting? When it comes to Ruchnius, when it comes to my Neshama, somebody on the street tells me, oh, Eilechonimim Misur, it's okay. But what if two people on the street, two people are trusted by Dini right? Two Ajahn, two people on the street say, yeah, you should invest there. We well, wouldn't trust them. We have to do the research, we have to, we have to be mashkiah, and then only after that. So, That's normal, natural, common behavior. We're much more worried, and L'Islan, about our money than about what goes into our mouth sometimes. We're much more careful about it. Avramavinu. Avinu wasn't like that. Eliezer was in charge of everything of Avraham's That's the Gashmias When it comes to Ruchnias Avraham has a higher standard Araminu says I trust you with all of my possessions But now we're talking about a wife for Yitzchak, you gotta swear he says, it's very different. That's very different. And he says, that's the, he quotes, maybe that was the Eli in the, in the Ulay, but that's Reb And then the Taliyotos adds a story that he heard from Yisrael Salanter, that one of Yisrael Salanter was visiting a town. Same exact idea. But he's visiting a town. Ra Yudi Ad so the, the owner the owner of the of the puntic of the of the inn. Caesar, he's he doesn't know who he is, right? Pre pre pictures, pre-photography. He sees he's a he's a khash of person. See he's a uh you know, looks like uh somebody who you know who fits the bill. See so he says, you know, by the way, are you, are you a shokit? I have this uh I have this cow and uh I really, I don't want to schlep to the to the slaughterhouse. Maybe you're a shochet. So Yisrael says, "No, I'm sorry. Sorry, I'm not a shochet." So okay, fine. lacher's mom line ten. Pana Yisrael al says, "By the way, you know what? Can I borrow a dollar? Can I borrow a ruble, a kopeck, whatever it was, wherever Yisrael Salanter lived? Can I borrow a little bit?" So the owner says to him, he says, "I'm not really sure who you are. I'm not." uh... You know, I don't know. Are you going to be able to pay me back? I don't, I don't, I'm not sure if, uh, you know, maybe we should get witnesses to make sure that we write it down. Cesar of Yisrael, you are ready to let me shecht your cow where there's so many surim involved and to lend you a, a to borrow a ruble. You're not, you don't trust me? But you don't trust me same exact idea this is many times what we are we're more calca- okay it's fine to be careful with our with one's investments but well, we don't have to be reckless but we have to at least be the same the same level same level of uh, in terms of our ruchnius. the so ruchnius, that's what we learn from Avram Avinu Eliezer Moshe Bacalashelo but when it comes to the ruchnius, he makes him swear so two ideas what we see so nervous about number 1 cuz he realized what was at stake the risks and number 2 Reb Chaim, in terms of the Gashmius and the Ruchnius. Okay, we continue. Rashi, Rashi, Chavdalad Pasik Zion, Chavdalad Zion. VaYomer Yisav Abraham. So this is again a few psukim later. avram says, "Hishamer Lacha Pentashiv Es Make sure you don't bring. Leave, a, leave the, my son there. Yitzchak. Hashem Elokei. Right, this is after Eliezer says, what if she doesn't want to come? What if she doesn't want to come? Leave Yitzchak there. No, 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 bring him back. Don't leave him there. Hashem, the God of the heavens that took me out of my father's house. He'll take care of it. Don't worry about it. It'll all work out. So Rashi points out that before Why in the present Avraham says I will make you swear by the God of the heavens and the God of the earth. And now when Abram's talking about previous times, Abram is saying, the God of the heavens that took me out, he's talking in past tense, now I have made him with my help says Abram, now people talk about God. Now he's also Avi earlier, Haya elokei hashemayim, v'lo elokei ha'aretz. Earlier, he was not. Shelo haya bayola makirim bo, v'sh'molo haya ragel Rashi says that, but a little explanation of Rashi is found in the words of R' Source number ten. R' Moshe, mashpi Rashi. Dimitcheda haya rakel elokei hashemayim, bachashen is parsim elokei move on. So, what do you mean? Earlier, it wasn't elokei ha'aretz. People spoke to God then earlier. What does that ever mean? Now it's al okay. But beforehand it wasn't there a great Sadikim. Shame Aver Noah. And how many of the Nefesh Ash Azu Bukharan were left? Says Rav Moshe. What's the shot of Rashi? Vilachain Hanachon. By the way, we mentioned in Mitzvah shir today, nefesh asher asu according to one of the Rishonim, is the source for the concept of Gersh and Izgayir Katan and Shenol The concept that a convert, this is just parenthetically, that a convert is not related to any of his family when he converts, that is a concept quoted in the Gemara in Yavamis, no source is given in the Gemara. The Rishonim... Wonder, what is the source of such a concept? All different suggestions given, but one of the Rishonim, the Ravon says, is this Pasek, and Avram takes credit for making the nafashos. because he converted them. So they're new. He made them, not their parents. Luckily, he's the one that converted them. That's the nefesh b'chara. End parentheses. Now we go back to Ramosha. So what's the message? What's the message of Rashi? Didn't they have Talmudic earlier? He was Elokia HaRetz earlier. V'lochein Hanachon line 8. Shakhavanabazer, <speaking> the shame the aver meizatam, lo hayumish talen lam talmidim, velo askul ashpiya al haolam. Shame the aver warrant into kirif. For whatever reason, they had a base madrash. Shame the aver. We never find them on the street outside spreading the word of God. Let me show you. Whoever wanted to come to yeshiva, he went there. Right? Yitzchak went there after the akedah, as I'll say. Right? No, and yeah. Yaakov? Went there later on. So you went to Beis if you you are already inspired. Many people maybe didn't even find the base madrish. They didn't know where the base madrish was. They stayed on the street and they they didn't find it. And they didn't find the MS. But Avram Avinu was the first, not Noach, not Sheim, not Eber, to go around the world. Not just people, but spreading it to the everyday people out there. To teach them the true way. Yes, it was small. But once people on the street know about it, it's going to spread. If it's only in the walls of the yeshiva... That's not going to last. It's got to be in the walls of the yeshiva, but then radiate out. Avram's tent was open on all four sides. It's got to radiate out for it to last. So, says of Moshe in the Pshat of Rashi, it wasn't Elokei Haaretz earlier. Yes, there was Shem and Eber and Noah, but remember, Avram's not being a Balgai Gaiv Chas V'Shalom. But he said to Eliezer, this is who I'm swearing in the name of, because this is my religion. My religion is Elokei Haaretz. Not just a Rabu even though there weren't so many. Line twenty six, Even one little one meeting. They came, they had a drink with Avram, they said, Thank you. He said, Don't thank me, thank Akash Baruchu. Any little little uh act, Avram Avinu grabbed them and brought them closer to Akarish Baruchu. Mitzvah Govaras Mitzvah continues, and that is exactly what was the difference was between now and then, and that's and that's the shot of Rashi. Okay, two more thoughts. Let's get him in there. First, a question of Lundas, and then a question of one more uh, Mahshava. A question that many ask on the entire story of Eliezer, and this already bothers the Rishonim, is, many answers to this question, why isn't what Eliezer did considered nichush? Considered, there's an isedaraisa lo sanachashu. Don't base one's behavior on signs that we see. One might call this superstition. One might call this, you know, whatever one what, what word one calls it. That's an isedaraisa. To 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 take a certain event and and make a sign and base my behavior on that. We're not going to. I didn't give you the the isra, lo but but why isn't this nichush? And and it's not. Right? Khazal Mesachaschulin that's the key. Many thousands of Jews yesterday made a seem on Chulin. Started Bachoros uh two days ago. Says the Gemara, source eleven, Avram, yeah. ben Any nichosh that is not like Eliezer and Yonasan is not nihush. meaning sheino, Kama. Meaning these two weren't Nikhush. So why not? Eliezer, our case, Jonas what was Jonasan's case? You remember the case where Jonasan infiltrated into enemy lines, the son of Shalul, and he says to his partner, he says, let's listen to what the enemy is saying. If they say, Come on up here, who are you? Then we'll know that they're scared of us. If they say, You wait there, we're coming, then they'll know then we know that they're not scared of us. So Yonat, why wasn't that in English? This is a question that Tos was asked there. Tosra says, right there in Chulin, the Imtamar Eliezer, Heich Nichesh. How did he do Nichesh? How did he do Nichesh? So maybe, oh, the one who says that this is, maybe it's not Nichesh, because really, don't take the psukim so literally. He didn't give the, the Tzmidim until after he found out who it was. He didn't take this as a sign. It just happened to work out, but he really found out that it was a family member even before. Okay. But the Ron is a much more uh, content filled and on the mark shot. Says the Ron. And this is the ron right there. Chulshi ron n'chulin has this suggestion, and many others follow the ron after the kach niroli b'tirusa shel dvarim shahanacha shasre Torah hu atole es sheein hasvara nosenes she yehi b'hem gorim toelas l'davar You know what? Nichush is aser. Nichush is aser when something totally doesn't make sense, and it's not based on logic. Kogon pito Svi hipsik madera. A tzvi, a deer, walked in front of me? Oh, uh, I'm not going. A black cat? Oybe, right? I'm not. That's nichush. That's nichush. That's the Isidar Isa. If it totally doesn't make, that's darky amori. That doesn't make sense. But, what happens if I say the following, says the Rod? Oh, uh, if it rains tomorrow, I'm not going to go on the teol. That's nichush. No, that's common sense. Common sense is not nichush. That's the how we live our lives. These two cases were based on logic. What did Eliezer do? Eliezer said, Oh, if a girl comes out and she says, I'm going to give your camels too. Oh, she's the one. That's illogical? No! What's Eliezer saying? That's the unbelievable Baalos Chesed, which we'll get to more in a minute. But that's pure logic. For Yonatan Yona what is Yonatan? son says, well, if they're scared, they're not going to want to leave their post. So they're going to say, you come up to us. If they're not scared, if they're confident, they're going to say, you wait there. So it's all based on logical strategy. It's not totally, total, uh, you know... Uh, out of the blue, not making any sense. Could he give all your camels too? That's the one. And the same thing with Jonas and Show, uh, it's based on logic. Says the Ran, you so guzzle, It's not not if it's based on it's based on logic. We have to make sure we don't take signs that don't make sense as signs. A lot of the source of, of some of these superstitious ideas is the non-Jewish world, and that is not something that we we uh, should base our behavior on. One final thought for the evening, related to the same story, and that is a thought that Rabbi Frand has in one of his svarim. Source fourteen, Rabbi friend points out. He gives a mashal first, and then we'll see how he uses the mashal. He says. It turns. says, someone moves onto your block. You introduce yourself and start a conversation. It turns out that your neighbor's workplace is not far from yours. Yes, could I catch a ride with you? Sure. After all, you're doing chesed. Day after day, week after week, your neighbor rides to work with you. He doesn't offer to take his car once in a while. He doesn't offer to pay for the gas or the tolls. He doesn't even offer to drive a little. You begin to feel upset. Maybe you tell yourself, oh, he's planning to give you a big shalach manis. Says, oh, So you're going to get psyched up for Purim. And all of a sudden, Purim comes and he shows up with a pineapple and a bottle of wine. Okay, nothing against pineapples, but now you're upset. Why well, are you upset? You feel like you're being taken advantage of. We feel like a We're upset that we did it in the first place. But at root, the chesed didn't change. Our chesed didn't change. We just feel that like we're being taken advantage of. If we were people that were ohev chesed at roots, our focus should be on the Maisel chesed and not on the behavior of the person who receives the chesed. And we learned that out from not out of the Rivka Imenu. Think about it. Rivka Imenu says she sees Eliezer and the camels. She says, "I'm going to give you water." So what happens? Eliezer sits down against a rock. He's cooling off. He has his feet up. And this little girl, however old she was, is slapping back and forth and the camels, and up. Could you please help me out a little bit? I mean, I'm I'm doing most of it, just a little bit. I'm it's a little, it's a, I'm kind of getting sweaty here. She's going and coming. Ten camels filling up. How much water that is? And can I give you a drink also? A- and your and your uh, all your all your people. Please, please, no, no, no. Don't get up. I know you're a grown man, and and uh, you could probably do this fa- ten times faster than me. Please, 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 no. Rivka didn't even get upset. You don't even get a a sense. Keep in mind that camels are not polite sippers of water. They are walking storage tanks of water. So you can imagine how many times she had to refill her jug in order to give the camels all the water they required. Rivka says, shouldn't she say, I'm a young girl, it's hard for me. Just help me, here are the pictures, take some turns. She didn't. And if you look at Eliezer's behavior, the Svarno points out, When did Eliezer start talking? Kasher kilo When the camels finished drinking, it doesn't say when she finished giving the camels water. When the camels finished drinking, because he was waiting, says the Sforno, to see if she was going to ask for a compliment. So was that okay? Did I? I, What do you think? Says the Sforno. Says her by friend. Says that's an ohef chesed. We do it sometimes. Sometimes we don't get treated well when we do a chesed. Sometimes a chesed is underappreciated. But the purpose of the chesed is not to have the hakaris hatov. That's mercy, you have to give hakaris hatov. But mitzidi, we have to be ohev chesed. Abram Avinu, at the beginning of last week's parsha, sat out looking for the malachim, not because he was so interested in doing it, but because he just couldn't live without it. That was Rivka Imenu, Eliezer sees Rivka. Yes, this is the one that's appropriate for this family to become the daughter-in-law of Abraham Okay, we'll stop here. Hashem, we should enjoy Parshas Chayesara, and uh, we'll be back, Hashem, in the coming weeks with uh, Parshas Toldos coming up.